Welcome back to Waburb. We are your hosts. I'm Tiffany. I'm Jen. And I'm Liz. And we are Wicked Awesome Bitches Reading Books. This is our third episode of our seventh book series, Women Talking by Miriam Taves, where we will be talking about the last part of the book. Disclaimer, the views in this podcast are just our own. You may disagree with us, and that is totally cool. We also think consuming a story in any medium is awesome. Physical book, ebook, audiobook. Have your best friend read to you at bedtime. Whatever you want. A content warning, rape and sexual assault. And I'm still waiting for you guys to read to me while I go to bed. It hasn't happened yet. Oh, I'm sure it will. <laughs> we should set up like weekly bedtime stories where we just yeah, rotate. We yeah, we should. We should. <laughs> Popcorn reading or something. So I'm actually surprised that I finished this book before you guys did. Oh. It wasn't long before me, but yeah. No. No, yeah. we all finished it the same day. Yeah. Well, yes. Yes. But I, I was the first one to tell you, you how were. terrible it was. <laughs> and it sucks because like I was actually getting into it there I on the second not. day of their minutes. I was like, there was a few times where I was laughing at some of the things they were saying and I was like really rooting for them and getting into it. And then... I really didn't like the way it ended. Mm-mm. I like I yeah. kind of liked the way it ended. I just hate that it took so long to get there. And <laughs> I also was shocked about the yeah, about his feelings. I didn't I was also <gasps> shocked. I was shocked about everything. Like that was such a good twist in there. Yeah. Like, I'm shocked that he was <laughs> trying to kill himself. That that yeah. I, right the part that, where oh go ahead Liz go ahead and finish I was about to say that that part is the the part that when I read that I was like oh I did the same now same. I did the same thing I took a big gasp like wait what same <laughs> well I, then I took a bigger gasp the reason that they left the colony or the, the whatever was because oh. mm. mm-hmm. he's Peter's son uh-huh. he what yep, yep. What? And that's why his father ran away. That's mm-hmm. why his father Because his ran father away. knew he wasn't his father. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy yeah. stuff. There, yeah. were, there were some pretty big twists there at the end. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I just kept saying to myself as they were packing up and going down from the loft and they were finally deciding that they were leaving. This is what they were doing. They got to go now. I just kept saying, why aren't you asking August? August, go. Why isn't August going? Why mm-hmm. isn't August going? Why? What is happening? Why is? Why are they leaving August behind? I was getting so mad, mm-hmm. and they really just they ditched him. And I just I have to say, did you, remember last episode? I had said, isn't it kind of funny that they wanted somebody to take the minutes for this? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, it's because <laughs> they wanted to have like a record of it, like a legacy. And no, it was because Ona knew that he was going to kill himself and so gave him a task. Mm-hmm. I I got really upset. At, well, not upset, but like I, I was almost, I almost cried a little when he described that moment when they met in the shadows and that she instantly knew without him having to say anything mm-hmm. like yeah. that. It was really sweet. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then and he, that's he why... Mm-hmm. I was so mad. Why? She just, she ran away laughing. He heard her laughing in the distance and that was it. That was the last he ever heard of her. So think about it. I'm kind of thinking about it this way, guys. So August stayed behind. They had, the women had kind of these set rules of like who was going to come with them. It was going to be 
all the, all the women that were willing to go, the children of these women that were willing to go up until the age of, I think, 12 or 15. 15, And, and then it was like a couple of males that I want to say they might have been, uh, disabled in some way. Um, and so they took them along, but in when August was talking at the end, he kind of made it seem like I have to stay behind and teach the children. So maybe he, one of his roles to stay behind and teach the children is to teach the children to not be like the Ben in the colony now. Yeah. I, 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 yeah, yeah, that he, his life has purpose for that Mm because that was one of the things he had no purpose in life. Mm -hmm. That was his little shtick there. Yeah. But also, like, I also think it has a little bit to do with, like, they were like, you know, you're going to get in trouble. Like, they're going to be mad at you. I don't think with the knowledge that he's Peter's son, maybe he'll finally use that in some way mm-hmm. and be like, okay, dad, what are you going to do? Right? <laughs> right? <laughs> but will Peter accept him as his son being well, an illegitimate child? Back. Yes. The whole town knew about it. He even said, like, they yeah. all stared at him. They Everybody knows about it. Yeah, yeah. and they were and like, they... he looks too much like Peter's. Like, that's mm-hmm. why they had to leave. Because mm-hmm. he was resembling Peter's too much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The other thing I picked up on, which I don't know if it had meaning or not, but I, I questioned it, was um, the two, uh, I guess, teenagers from the neighboring town that, like, hid the horses Mm. Um, and then they came back and they ended up like knocking them out with annual tranquilizers in the the hayloft. And August asked, maybe it was Salome or whoever it was that knocked them out. Like, where did you find the yeah. anesthetic? And mm. she was like, oh, it's in Peter's dairy. Mm-hmm. Barn. It's, it's always, dairy. it's always kept in. Yeah. Peter's dairy right. barn. So that made me question one, like, does everyone just know it's there? And, or two, was Peter's somewhat responsible for all of this happening by providing the anesthetic because it's in his barn. It's all in his barn. I think definitely because, I mean, I don't think Peter's loved August's mom. I think that might have been maybe a product <gasps> of... Uh, I did, yeah. Mm-hmm. 100%. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, so maybe oh Peter was, was a perpetrator of this himself. Yes. Yep. And that's where August came from. Wow. Mm-hmm. Shit. Right. I know. I I have. Uh, I did not like this book, even with the twist. I like. I liked the twist in the ending. Like that was that was cool. But mm-hmm. all in all, to get there, very disappointing. The way it was mm-hmm. set up. Yeah. There could have been potential for so much more. And I would like, I really would have liked to have seen, so we just, you know, the women rode off in the distance. Okay. Where did they go? Did they make it? Mm-hmm. Did yeah, anybody catch them? Know. Was there a fire? Was there, mm-hmm. you know, what, what happened? <laughs> yeah, but and- in the same sense, I understand the women uh, can't write down these stories. So. Right. <laughs> right. I mm-hmm. felt like I was just left 
hanging hanging like yes they went off in the distance and then what like did they start their own colony did they make it to like a town and were they accepted like what happened to them and then what happened to august like we don't know what happened to august besides he was going to stay behind like what happened when the men came back to town and most of the women were gone like i have so many questions with all the livestock and the money and Mm -hmm. and the animals and oh Gosh. Maybe, maybe because this is based on true events. Maybe we find out if we actually looked it up. Maybe I, you're you're probably right. Yes. I wonder <laughs> if the movie, like, there's a movie made of this. And oh yeah, they definitely would not in the movie like that. There's no way. Well, Hollywood. I mean, I don't I, know. So hold up. Remember how the movie version of the book was more pages. Mm-hmm. And none of us have the movie version of the book. If anybody out there listening has the movie version of the book, can you tell us, does it continue? Let us know, please. Yeah, that would be interesting. I may have to try and find that copy of the book just to see. Wild Um, ride from start to finish. Not going to lie. Yeah. There were a couple parts that did have me kind of laughing in the second part. Um, Remember they were talking about So this is on page 148, and they were talking about kind of how stupid their men were, even though they believe them, like they have to follow them and obey them and all these things. Sorry, this was on page 150, not 148, and I completely took me forever to find that. They were talking about their men, and uh, Mehal tells Solomon that her husband is frightened each month when she bleeds but doesn't die. It confuses (laughs) him and she laughs every month. I got a really good chuckle out of that. And then someone asks, like, why don't you tell him, like, teach him about it? And she's like, nah, I just like it when he's terrified or something. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then they're like, but you're teaching your son, right? And (laughs) he's going to (laughs) know. I love that. Yeah, and it says, you mean, it? she says, it's funnier that he's startled by it. And they say, you mean because you don't die when you bleed? Asks Ona, does he think you're a witch? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. (laughs) There was, um, I took some pictures of some other pages too, because I think there was another good conversation about like God and religion. There was a couple. 156. Oh, they were talking about, um, like disobeying their husbands and leaving would like go against what the Bible says they should be doing. But they were like, we're women and we can't read. So we are only trusting what the men tell us the Bible says. Mm. So how do we even know that that's what the Bible says? And August makes a note of it, the uh, being that he believes this is the first time that the women have tried to interpret, interpret the the word of the Bible themselves. They've mm-hmm. always just accepted it as it's been told to them. Yep. Right. Right. Yeah. Because they're they're trying to say like, okay, we have these three things. Can we agree that we want only to protect our children, keep our faith and think that we are not revolutionaries or animals. And that the question of whether we would die for our cause is not something we need to ask at this point, since we have more urgent matters to tend to. And I really like it when Ona uh, quotes a time for love and a time for hate, a time for war and a time for peace. And later on in the book, they're talking, they they don't want war. They don't want war. They don't want war. If they leave, is this war 
are they declaring war on the men? And I believe it's Solomon that says, I could be wrong, but one of them says, no, this is a time for peace, as in their peace. And that was, I really liked that. Mm -hmm. She kind of changed the way that they were thinking of it, like, and then one of the one of the ones I laughed at. So they were kind of talking about building their own society, and and Michelangelo was an artist, and this and that. And oh gosh, I lost it again. Never mind. <clears throat> You'll find it. Yep. Will you though? I hope so, because I really I laughed at it. I liked it. Oh right, they were comparing like a fo- a photograph to the work of Michelangelo and how Michelangelo would probably have the final expression of his art, whereas the photographer would have a better idea of what the work would look like more than the artist would. Um, And Ona says, oh, well, thanks for the explanation. I guess we, the women, are artists then. (laughs) And Marikai scoffs and says, yeah, artists of anxiety. (laughs) (laughs) Damn straight. (laughs) Uh-huh. <laughs> I mean, I I do like I eventually I do like that the women left. I like that they got the courage to leave. I wish there was more follow through, and I just it really left me hanging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's really. I guess that's all I got. <laughs> yeah, I know this book was uh, a little lackluster. Yeah, the, and the I books was, we've read. I was a little. There was a part that was giving me a little bit of anxiety when the men came back for like the livestock mm. oh yeah the husband like crawled up into the hayloft and was like what's going on up here and was asking all sorts of questions like why is there no knit like quilting stuff around where is everyone like asking all these questions and they finally like got him off their back and then he got a t- tooth pulled um yeah. but then the teenage girls like hid the two horses ruth and cheryl because mm-hmm. he was gonna sell them and of course, I think they were Greta's horses or Agatha's, someone's horses. Um, they were like, of course, like, no, I don't want my horses to be sold. So they hid them with the boys um, in the neighboring community. But then the teenage girls are like, they fed us like vodka or something. And we told yeah. them that they, that we were leaving. And I was like, oh my God. I, I know. know. And oh, remember no. what? When they first came back, they were like, no, we promised we didn't say anything. And then later you find out that, no, we really did tell. Yeah. So I was like, oh, my God. And they were, like, thinking, like, are they going to tell the men of their colony? Are they going to tell the men of our colony? Like, are they going to cut us off on this? Like, if we go east or if we go west, that's where those those two other colonies are. And if we go south, that is to the city. And that's where the men are right now. So, like, we have to go north. But then you know, these two boys said that there was a fire to the north. Like, was there really a fire to the north? Right. So I got a little bit of like, oh no. Yeah. <laughs> Their entire same. plans just like totally out the window now. I did get a little worried there at the end. Like, were they going to get caught? Were the men going to come back early or something? Yeah. But yeah. nope, they rode off into the distance. But that's mm-hmm. why I want to know what happened. Like, how far did they make it? Did the men stop them? Like, mm-hmm. I need to know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll have to um, Google it or come up with our own conclusions. I know. <laughs> I'm just going to, like, for my own sake, say they made it somewhere that is safe for them. And that's where they are. <laughs> They're somewhere safe. That's that's what I'm going to say. So I just Googled the movie ending real quick just to give us some kind of closure. Uh-huh. 
Uh, in the movie, Ona has a baby, which is a product of the rape, but she chooses to keep it, love it, and raise it. So I'm going to guess they make it somewhere. They, they got to make it somewhere, I guess. Okay. Right. Yeah. So uh, how would you guys rate this book then? Yeah. Uh, I'd give it like a three. Three out of five. Okay. Liz? Uh, I think three is generous. I don't know. It was... <laughs> probably like a 2.5 for me okay right in the middle that's good that's good I'm probably right around where you guys are I'd probably give it a three as well um the Goodreads reading is 3.62 so a little bit higher than where we were but that's okay Mm -hmm. that's out of 50,992 ratings (laughs) I mean it wasn't it wasn't a terrible book it was like there were just things about it that I wish were different. Like I wish yes. I wish it was a woman telling the story and not a man, even though mm. I recognize why the man is telling the story. Correct. Um, but I would have I would like to know like more concretely what happened to them. Did they make it somewhere? Mm-hmm. Um I'm also curious what like so August was to like watch over those two boys from the neighboring community and make sure that they were sleeping for at least seven or eight hours. Um, and then I think he had planned on like confronting them when they woke up, like they better tell me everything. Um, so I'd be curious to know what they were saying or what yeah. he like learned from them. So just a lot of, a lot of just kind of cliffhangers, I guess. Like, I don't, I'm, I don't know. I agree. Yeah. I kind of had a thought that I was like, August better get out of there before they wake up or they're going to kick his ass. <laughs> that was my thought. Well, but he's but just he going to had... sit there and keep spraying him in the face. August has a gun, too. He said that. True. He does. Yep. Mm-hmm. That is true. Any remaining thoughts for you, Liz? No. Okay. Not really. Just that okay. just this book that. was not my favorite. Well, hopefully we can pick a good book next. We have loaded the wheel with horror, thriller, supernatural books for spooky season. So we're going to go ahead and give our wheel a spin and see what book we're going to be reading next. I hope they're not like all my chooses on there because I know I put a ton of those books on the list. This horror list was made by you. Oh, shit. Okay. They're all your picks. Uh-oh. <laughs> wait, can I, I wait before before we do that? I do actually have a book that I could add. I just yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Add what some books. Please don't leave it all mine because like <laughs> you know That's I was Googling books. I was Googling spooky season. Find books. a few, find a few guys. Take a few minutes, find a few. Because there's this weird like pressure when your book is chosen. It's like, oh, oh really? God, what if this book sucks? <laughs> and it was my choice. <laughs> like, Liz, when you were like, I give Bunny zero out of five stars, I was like, oh, this was my pick. Oh, no. Oh, no. Well, don't oh, feel no. bad when it's, oops. Well, don't feel bad when it's your pick. Oh, man. This was my pick, and I don't feel bad that we hated it. <laughs> I mean, I didn't hate it, though. I was like, it's fine. But Liz. Yeah. Hated Bunny. She was like, oh, I, I did. I'm like, oh no, I'm responsible for Liz hating a book. 
Oh my gosh. Listen, we're going to come across <laughs> these books. It's going to happen. I know we will. I know we will. That's um, so funny. The book that I have is called A Certain Hunger by Chelsea Summers. And it is a book about a food writer who loves what she does. Um, and she loves sex as much as she loves food. And while she has struggled to find a long-term partner that can keep up with her, she makes the best of her single life, frequently traveling. Where is it? I'm waiting for her to, like, engage it in is. some, like... That's okay. It's know, a she, horror. She, I found it. She, she, eats, she, eats her, she eats her boyfriends. Ah, I knew there's cannibalism in it. Fun! Okay. <laughs> By the name of it. I was like, Let's there has see. to be. There has to be. Uh, why doesn't this want to tell me how many pages it is? Oh, I can tell you. I have it right in front of me. Okay, cool. Oh, Liz, do you own the book book? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 251. 251 okay. pages. Okay. So I went and they, the, the chapters oh, we'll just talk about that later. <laughs> yeah. If we get that, it's on the list now. So hopefully we get it because I've wanted to read this one. I haven't read it yet. It'll be read eventually. Okay. And I added one as well. What did you add? Uh, it's called Crackle by Rachel Harrison. Ooh. What's that one about? I've already closed out of the thing. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, wait. No, I didn't. It's right here. Uh, all her life, Anne has played it nice and safe. After being unceremoniously dumped by her longtime boyfriend, Annie seeks a fresh start. She accepts a position that moves her to Manhattan. Um, blah, 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 blah. She meets this beautiful person. Blah, 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 blah. I don't want to read the whole thing. Um... And like, okay, there are some things. Sophie's appearance is uncanny and ageless. Her mansion is in the middle of the woods, feels a little unearthy, and she seems to be, seems to wield a certain power. But could she be, could she be a witch? <gasps> I like witches. Me too. Liz, do you have any other spooky books you want to add or should we just? Mm -mm. That's, that's it. Okay. Okay, we've got the wheel loaded up with yeah, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, nine spooky season books that are either horror, fantasy, thriller. We're going to go ahead and give those a spren. <laughs> and the book we are reading, I hope maybe is The Burning Girls by C.J. Tudor. 333 pages is a horror thriller okay that i'm i know you don't have so this is about an english countryside um haunted by death and disappearances both past uh both past and present mm. is an unsettling thriller from the acclaimed author cj tudor okay is it the burning girl or the burning girls girls plural Hey, Bitch, we going down out. together. Wait, <laughs> so who's it by? CJ Tudor, T-U-D-O-R. Oh, son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit. Son of a biscuit. Like a KFC biscuit? That sounds pretty good. My library doesn't have it. Oh, I can't even Soon find to that. be an original series. Ooh. Ooh. One of the books we've read was a series, wasn't it? Um... 
something was being turned into a series maybe okay so join us next time as we talk about the next book that we are going to be reading for spooky season we're going to be reading the burning girls by cj tudor um if you have anything you want to tell us about the book women talking about the burning girls um have any book recommendations for us want to give us feedback want to have a bedtime story with us whatever email <laughs> us at wobberpod at gmail.com you can also find us on instagram and uh tiktok wobberpod um hopefully we will get some more content on there in yes. the coming weeks yes um, yes we will life, now that our lives have calmed down a little bit um so keep an eye out there um i think that's it for us awesome catch you guys later bye everyone have the day you deserve i just got a shirt that says that and i can't wait to wear it yeah <laughs>